0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to womenlines.com. Yes, friends, today is time for Stellar Entrepreneur Show. And guess what? We are going to have somebody very special from near Portugal. Before introducing our entrepreneur, I will remind you do subscribe to Women Alliance if you have not subscribed yet, because Women Alliance is especially for you, for those women who want to be a better version of themselves. So do subscribe and let's have some drum rolls for Salma Jaffrey. Yes, friends, Salma Jaffrey is a YouTube certified video marketing strategist and an internationally acclaimed speaker. She hosts a weekly video show on YouTube where she teaches and inspires entrepreneurs to grow their personal brand with video. She helps entrepreneurs and brands build their online visibility through the power of video. She is both YouTube certified and inbound marketing certified, placing her in the unique position to build a brand's organic video marketing strategy. Welcome, Salma, to Women Lives. Thank you so much, Sharul, for having me. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> Thank you for giving us time, Salma. So we are so eager to know about you. So please share about your business, about yourself as a person, as a professional. We want to know about you. Sure,
1: real quick. So I started my uh, YouTube marketing journey in uh, 2015. Okay. And before that, uh, up till 2009, I was corporate nine to five. My background was in marketing. I did an MBA in marketing, joined Deloitte uh, as a marketing consultant, Worked for tech companies in marketing. Um, And then in 2009, when I had my first child, I decided to uh, start my own business uh, from home and stay more at home with her. Um, So I started with uh, content marketing and then niched into video marketing in 2017.
0: Wow, fantastic to know. Motherhood changed completely and and you have (laughs) your own passion now. You're running your own passionate venture. So it's awesome to know that. So we will love to know some as a person, how are you as a person? <laughs> so I'm a, i am I actually think I started
1: pretty old. So I started my YouTube channel when I was 39, which is, you know, not like a very typical young. So I think, you know, even after motherhood, even after a corporate career, Uh, I think it's interesting to be able to start and keep trying new things. So that's something about me. I like starting, you know, whenever I feel like it. I don't let, uh, you know, that limit me. And the other thing I think about me is that I am definitely an eternal optimist. So I always view the glass half full. Um, I'm always uh, thinking about how things can be better. I'm always thinking about, you know, uh, I don't see things as impossible. I think, okay, it's just not possible right now, but maybe I will get there eventually if I put in the work now. So that's, that's I think, a good, uh, good way to look at things.
0: Friends, take a note. Nothing can stop you at any age. So you can start your YouTube channel now also if mm-hmm. you think you are not in that age group. So do subscribe Salma's channel. We will share the link and learn from her because she's an amazing coach. I have learned a lot from her. I'm still learning and I'm a big fan Uh of Salma Jaffrey. So Salma, can you share what are the three most important habits to be a successful entrepreneur? You have been through an entrepreneurship journey. I'm sure you must have learned a lot.
1: I did. And at first, you know, a lot of people did write into me and say, I could never work from home. I could never, uh, you know, be self-motivated. So that Brings me to the first I think quality that you need to have as an entrepreneur is to be self motivated and self driven because there's no boss on your head there's no deadlines, unless the ones you impose on yourself there's nobody really driving you. So guess what? You have to drive yourself. It has to be internal. The drive has to be internal. The motivation has to be internal. So being a self-starter and being self-motivated is definitely one of the top top uh, habit, I think, that you definitely need. Um, the second one, I think, is a good dose of optimism, because what happens is we try different things, and a lot of times it doesn't work out. And if you just stop trying and give up and f- and think you failed, then that's true, you will stop, right? But if you think about the fact that, okay, this is a journey, there's gonna be lots of experiments, lots of rejections, lots of no's along the way, but I will keep learning from them and trying something new. So kind of developing a thick skin um, and saying that, okay, you know, rejection is just uh, uh, something I need to learn from and fix and do better next time. So a good healthy dose of optimistic, uh, you know, journey forward uh, while while uh, learning from all the no's and the failures that happen the third uh, most important habit i think would definitely have to be uh, a little bit of risk-taking because anything you know it's there's no guarantees in this journey Really, it may work, it may not work as well as you wanted it to, it may completely flop, but what do you do next? Do you take another risk? Do you reach out to somebody, even though you know there's like very little chance of it working out? Do you send in that application, even though you know the risk is very high of rejection? So, so a good healthy amount of risk taking so that would
0: those three would be my my top three fantastic sure, Salma I love the third one risk taking is something which many women are averse and they have to change their mindset because yeah. I don't think anything is a failure everything is a journey and we learn something which can be applied further in our next journey it's all about how we are accepting it and how we are preparing for future so don't stop yourself if you have got set back in the first initiative keep going friends. yeah, yeah. Love to- I-, I like to say yeah. learn to rest not quit so wow yeah. I love that <laughs> Definitely, learn to rest, but never quit. So, Selma, as an entrepreneur, I'm sure the sales part must be something which you must have acquired with time. And we women yeah. entrepreneurs, we really not that great in sales because there are certain limitations. We always think we should be having, and we are not having those skills. So, can you share mm-hmm. some uh, sales tip which with us, which has helped you mm-hmm. in your profession? The first sales tip is the
1: fact that I was death scared of sales. Um, <laughs> I did not know how to sell, honestly. As an entrepreneur, um, you learn pretty fast. But if you go into it uh, not knowing, like me, there's hope for you. Don't worry, because I was like, I don't want to be icky. I don't want to be spammy. I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to, uh, you know, tell people buy my stuff, buy my yes. stuff. Like I don't want, I don't want to do that. That sounds so ugh. I don't want to do it. And and because of all of these feelings i was deathly afraid of selling for the longest time and then what changed so uh what changed was that i actually hired a coach and while i was working with him my entire outlook on how to make sales completely did a 180 and what happened was that i learned that first of all if the marketing is really good sales is natural so i i understood that if you really put in more effort into marketing now what is marketing marketing is really just trust building all right. that's all you're doing right? And especially with an organic YouTube channel, not running paid ads or anything. It's just organic. What is marketing? So my YouTube channel is my organic marketing channel. I'm authentic on it. I'm real on it. I have flaws, which are fine. Sometimes I leave in my bloopers, uh, you know, on it as well. And so that marketing positions me as somebody relatable. It's like, okay, she's just like a normal person, just like us. If she can do it, we can do it. And that is the exact idea of that marketing. So the number one sales tip is to have really good marketing. So marketing will do the job for you in building trust so that when you actually get to the sales conversation, there's already some level of comfort and familiarity with you as a brand, right? People understand what you're about, right? They understand what your values are. They understand how you speak, how you you are. So when people actually meet you in a sales call, they're like, I've been watching you for a while, I, they already feel like they know a little bit about you.
0: All right, very true. Very well.
1: The second sales tip is that uh, sales is not a it's not a push to sell, it is really a, a way to find if it's a good fit. And what happens is people think, okay, whatever they go into sales conversations thinking, I need to make a sale. I now go into sales conversations thinking, is this is what I'm selling what the person on the other end actually needs or not? Very true. And so the sales call is just a a conversation to find out that are we on the same page? Very true. Very is what true. I have, what you need? It's either a yes or a no. It's very simple. Very simple. All right. <laughs> right? And then the third sales tip is that uh, sales always needs to be value driven. So it's all about figuring out whether, uh, you know, it's not about yourself like the, the previous mistake i used to make was think okay i need to be uh, really good in order to make the sale like people need i need to I, I focus on myself i need to dress properly i need to look well i need to uh, you know be this everything was me focused and then i flipped the script and i was like no it doesn't need to be me focused it needs to be focused on the person who i'm trying to help I need to give value to that person. So I need to focus on their issues, their problems, where they are in life right now. What are they struggling with? What, do, what can I help them with? So when I shift into from an egocentric place to a value-driven place, how can I, not about me, but how can I help? That's when sales became really easy for me. So those
0: are my three points. It's so important to understand this concept behind sales, which I think many women entrepreneurs just forget. And they take sales as a very pushy and very sazy like uh, activity for their business. And they want to avoid themselves. So if we start thinking like you, uh, Salma, I think things story will change and we can talk better we can present things better when we are just thinking that we are providing some value and we have to just see yes. if there is a match and then it can be magical if it is meeting right so it's all about practicing practicing and believing in yourself thank you so much for that valuable insight now can mm-hmm. we talk about some challenges in life you have faced and you got the solution yourself and maybe it can help some other entrepreneur can you share with us uh so business challenges yes business
1: challenges i think one of the biggest business challenges especially early on in a journey is uh income instability it's like flow, maybe right? the cash flow is you down. know cash flow uh, and cash flow generally speaking as an entrepreneur can be very very unstable um so i think that's one of the biggest challenges that um you start off with, okay, one month, let's say you get a few clients or you get some sponsors or whatever your business is, you sell some products, you're like, yay, I can do this, you know, you're, you're feeling all great. And then, you know, two months later, it's like, okay, I'm not making any sales this month, or things are not happening as easily. And so understanding that when you're running your own business, figuring out the income stability part is a huge, huge, big deal early on, it is one of the biggest challenges to overcome figuring out, you know, what are your baselines? How can you get income stability? How can you get recurring income and putting solid processes and systems in place for that to happen? And also while these fluctuations are happening, um, I think the second biggest challenge is to stay the course, you know, not quit because obviously quitting is going to be the end. But if you stay the course, you trust the process, you have faith, then, you know, you you and, and you just don't just need to have faith in yourself you need to have faith in your products and your services and your business like are they actually really valuable right you have to really be proud of whatever you are doing and creating right. um so so i think Completing. that's that's probably one of the biggest challenges i faced um another if if we have time one more big challenge that Please i have definitely you. faced yeah is self-sabotage so okay. uh, I think a lot of us sometimes are afraid of success um and we're like okay great we tried didn't work it's fine you know and we just self sabotage and I have a graph on YouTube which I used to remind myself which is when I first started my graph is like flat line so it's like no no real traction no views nothing is happening then in 2016 I created a little bit did a little blips and then you know 2015 2016 like little blips and then flatline again and then there's like long this is this long period of flatlining and then all of a sudden in 2017 the graph goes like whoa like straight up so how many and years in between I,
0: happened sorry to interrupt just want to have that so, so i
1: yeah so it's from 2009 to 2016. patience
0: <laughs> patience stick a note friends We should not. And there's this. I stopped for a long time. I didn't do anything with
1: it, and then came back and did a little bit, and then there's a couple of blips, and then stopped again, and then I don't know. It's not self sabotage, basically. I I self sabotage multiple times. You thought of stopping. I started and stopped. Yeah, yeah, and then and then in 2017, I remember the day, It's January 2017. I said to myself, okay, I'm going to commit, I'm going to give it my all and I'm not going to stop this time. And it's cool. what, today we're doing this interview in August 2023 and wow. it's been going strong. And that's when the results started to happen. So if I were to encapsulate the second challenge, it's learn to clap for yourself because uh, that's the opposite yeah because that's what people think nobody's nobody's cheering me on nobody's my supporter even if you know your family or your your uh your immediate uh audience is supporting you but then you always feel like okay i don't have enough enough you know um people supporting me not enough people watching not enough people uh
0: clapping for me so you have to learn to clap for yourself so well said salma because this is something which majority of women are not doing celebrating themselves If nobody else is Mm -hmm. celebrating, we have to urge cheerleader first because nobody will stand for yourself if you are not standing for yourself. So that's a very powerful line you have mentioned, and I will ask everybody who will be watching this video to cheer yourself, have faith in yourself. Things happen at the right time, definitely. So I would love to know more about your channel now. What makes Mm -hmm. your video channel, YouTube channel, unique, and how it stands out in between of this overwhelming world of YouTube? right
1: choose. so if you uh yeah so my youtube channel is my my name right so it's youtube.com forward yes. size um and so a yes. lot of times when people come to my channel um s- let me talk about the landscape of competition first um youtube educators in general which is my niche youtube education and youtube marketing they are typically white male and um usually in the u.s that's that's typically where or US UK, uh, that's typically where you uh, YouTube educators are from. If you look at the majority of YouTube education channels, they are run by uh, American men. That's the reality. Now, when I first started my channel, uh, I used to live in Pakistan, mm-hmm. so I was not only a woman, but I was an Asian woman. Not only was I an Asian woman, I was. An Asian woman living in an Asian country at right. the time. So I started my channel and I was very, very uh, concerned about, you know, who's going to even bother watching because I was so different from the typical YouTube educator. So what makes my company stand out is literally that the fact that I was scared I was different is now my strength. so my strength now what makes me stand out what makes my company stand out is that i speak to the the small creators who the small entrepreneurs the small online business owners who are thinking that they're different maybe they have a different accent maybe they speak in different language maybe they look different from the other people in their industry and from their competition that's your strength that's what makes you stand out so instead of trying to fit in I went all in on my differences. I celebrated the fact that I looked different. I put plastered my face all over my thumbnails. I was like, "Look, I'm different. You're going to be learning different things from me. You're not." So everybody who didn't want to learn from, you know, the typical person in that niche came to my channel. They're like, and then in the comment section they started saying, "We love how you're so casual, so authentic, and so different. You Some people met me in real life and they're like, Wow, you're exactly the same on video as you are in real life. And that's the biggest compliment.
0: Fantastic. Um, So powerful. I think authentic part which you have mentioned is quite powerful. And that authenticity can really help anybody to grow in life if we are able to maintain that forever. Because many people, especially women, they just forget themselves. And just to convince the world, they change their personality, they change their behavior, just to have a feel and be part of the culture they are and then the difference lies how we are differentiating from others because that authenticity only will give you power to move ahead so so so, so proud of you Salman so inspirational to know that you managed that phase of down part and then you lifted yourself up and you were confident about your originality your authenticity and that is helping you to grow now thanks for highlighting that part so now we will love to know some secrets from Salma, how she is able to manage her burnout, how she's able to manage time management, because we know that internet world is so crazy and so overwhelming. So please share some tips, how we can manage Yeah, okay.
1: Burnout is something I'm intimately familiar with. I actually landed in hospital, this was June, 2019. Okay. And uh, I was massively burned out. they didn't call it burnout they there was a mysterious infection which after all the blood tests and all sorts of tests was never detected um it was just massive exhaustion really for me so I really learned you know never to put myself in that situation ever again and so uh what I learned about burnout is that I'm not naturally uh, somebody who can hustle 24 7 like that is literally not me I need I need two things. I need breaks and I need rewards. So now what I do is I build that into my calendar. Like I will literally sit every December and do my planning for the next year. And the first thing I put on my calendar is how many breaks I'm gonna be taking in the next year. Wow. That, is, that so goes so in first. I'm so excited to do this December. (laughs) Do this, do it, and you don't even have to wait till December. You can do it from for September to December now. And one of the things, yeah, yeah, one of the things I like to do while planning those breaks is to sync my calendar with the rest of my family, so my kids will have school breaks or you know natural breaks from their school year so i'll be like okay there's a one week break coming in let's say october then there's another one week break in um a two week break in december then there's a week break in you know march for spring or easter or whatever right so so what i will do is i will look at those breaks and see if i can match <laughs> taking breaks from work at the same time so i'll take a longer break in december two weeks off usually because it's time when everyone has holidays, pretty much all over the world, you know, people yeah. are, are having yeah. on some kind of break in December. Right. So that becomes a natural break. So I will put in those breaks in my calendar. And the second thing that I do, uh, to boost productivity is the reward system. So what I do is I set goals for myself and I also set rewards for myself. So I'm like, if I, when I hit this goal, when let's say I have a timeline and I'm like, okay, I want to hit this goal in September um when i hit this goal in uh, october i'm treating myself to xyz thing maybe it could be a mini vacation maybe it could be a spa day maybe it could be buying a new wardrobe maybe wow. it could be uh, wh- whatever that looks like for oh, me it's, it's the energy that
0: it gets us into that yeah. mode and zone because then we have something yeah. to celebrate and get done and, and something fun you know because it's not always about work celebration well, sometimes definitely. i just want to have a good time we cannot just <laughs> let life just pass like that as an entrepreneur right we have to have fun and special breaks just for ourselves thanks for sharing that has to be, fantastic. Yeah, that do both coffee. the things it has to be more productive and avoid burnout so it's a two-for-one Win. let's copy that friends thanks for sharing those tips Selma. so yes let's have some special moments I'll go back to your memory lane any special moment aha moment which you think just made you special and you you have achieved what you wanted you want to share something
1: a special moment that, aha
0: moment aha yeah moment. oh
1: my god there's so many aha moments in my life um but I think the biggest aha moment was when we moved to Portugal right now which is about which happened about a year ago Mm-hmm. So I decided that I want to shift my business from a, uh, you know, uh, so, so w- w- what, what was the idea when I started my business was that it would be completely online, it would be a complete full 100% online business. And the idea was that it would bring in both passive and active income, so that I could move anywhere in the world and take my business with me. So it was just an idea in my head a few years ago in uh, when the pandemic started. So around 2020 is when I decided that it's time to take this idea and actually think about implementing it. So can I move anywhere in the world with this business? And I realized that I need to put in better systems in place for that to happen. So I spent literally the entire pandemic year, the first year 2020, putting in systems that would enable me to then move countries um, with an existing business. So when I land in a new country, I'm not new. I'm not setting up from scratch. I am not you know, having that transition period where uh, the business is like, oh my God, I don't know what, what to happen. do, right? Yeah, so my aha moment was um, last year when it all came together. And it, it, it just all came together. And uh, we literally had our visas and passports in hand. I'm like boarding the plane i'm like literally boarding the plane to come to portugal one-way ticket i've never bought a one-way ticket in my life before <laughs> daring <laughs> we got stopped at immigration because they were like you can't leave pakistan with a one-way ticket oh they said that they said that they they said oh. we need proof that you're coming back we're like no, no no we are not coming back because our visa states that this is an immigration visa so you need to call somebody and figure this out so this is the emirates office they had to call the emirates office in uh london they had to call their office in portugal the portugal uh uh, authorities then took uh brought up our case and were like okay yes yes this is a legit case Uh, then they transferred those those um uh Uh, authorities or whatever the 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 go-ahead to the London office the London office then contacted the Pakistan office then they finally said okay you can go this
0: is really an aha moment I can I I I was was like you
1: know (laughs) when things have to happen the universe sort of just magically aligns itself and when you're on the right path and you believe that you're doing the right things for the right reasons things will will happen 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 for you you know, rather than you have to struggle to make them happen. So my aha
0: moment was literally on the plane. I was like, I did it. I did it. I did- okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing. It's so nice to know that. And yes, friends, manifestation helps. Start thinking what is the ultimate goal in life and short-term goals, long-term goals, all goals should be there in your journal diary and start working towards it because things happen. And we have the example in front of us. So yes, some of my last question share some message for women like audience which can be helpful to them okay let me think about this one
1: okay i have some something okay i think when i'm and this is from my experience working with women Mm -hmm. okay so this is very women specific in fact one of the earliest videos i made was why women are natural marketers um, and, uh, I think what happens, uh, with women special and specifically with women is that, first of all, we are always, we're really good at multitasking. So we are always trying to juggle lots of things together. Yes. The second thing we're really good at is being self-critical. We're very good at that. We love to She's point out to all our imperfections, physical and otherwise, and we're like, oh, but I'm not the right weight. And I'm, I don't look good for camera and I couldn't possibly, and what will people say? And all of those things, right. And so I think if I would encapsulate all of that, I would say all of these things that you specifically as women deal with, they are all your strengths. Like this is literally how you need to think about it. I have a crooked nose. That's my strength. I have brown skin. That's my strength. I sometimes doubt myself. I'm vulnerable. That's my strength. I am a mother and i'm juggling you know housework and office work that's my strength. Like if you actually think about all of these things they're amazing things that you're doing they're amazing things that make you different make you stand out make you feel like. Initially, they make you feel like you're not good enough, but if you turn the script around and you call it a strength something happens in your mind you start to go even more deep and more proud of those things and when you are proud of who you are that exudes natural confidence it's undeniable that's so and when when you exude that natural confidence guess what happens you attract amazing energies you attract amazing people to you
0: it's beautifully described and so powerful and meaningful because yes i certainly agree that Many times women are their self critics, the biggest critics, and they're not able to take those steps which can help them to uh, move ahead in life. So friends, do take a note, get some inspiration from Salma Jafri, do subscribe her channel and upgrade your skills for YouTube. I'm sure you will learn a lot from her. Thank you so much, Salma, for sharing your insights and sharing valuable tips with us. We wish you all the best in your venture. Take care. Thank Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you.